O Lord, open our lips, and our mouths will declare your praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The scripture for today is 2 Samuel 23, verses 1-7. through 7. Let's prepare our hearts to hear from God's word as we listen to Covenant by Andy and Rachel Graham. Soft voices and guitar blend smoothly as the words of God's covenant are revealed through the text. As the singers call on the name of the Lord, the music builds and the texture becomes raw and earnest. The song concludes in the same quiet way it opened with the words, In my life your will be done. Father, let your kingdom come.
2 Samuel 23, verses 1 through 7. Now these are the last words of David, the oracle of David, the son of Jesse, the oracle of the man who was raised on high, the anointed of the God of Jacob, the sweet psalmist of Israel. The Spirit of the Lord speaks by me. His word is on my tongue. The God of Israel has spoken. The rock of Israel has said to me, when one rules justly over men, Ruling in the fear of God, he dawns on them like the morning light, like the sun shining forth on a cloudless morning, like rain that makes grass to sprout from the earth. For does not my house stand so with God? For he has made with me an everlasting covenant, ordered in all things and secure. For will he not cause to prosper all my help and my desire? But worthless men are like thorns that are thrown away for they cannot be taken with the hand. But the man who touches them arms himself with iron and the shaft of a spear, and they are utterly consumed with fire. We're told at the opening of this passage that these are the last words of King David. Now, David's life and legacy are complicated. On the one hand, he's a man after God's own heart. And we see him at various points throughout his life, standing up for truth and justice, exercising great faith, at a time when it was scarce. But David also fell in very significant and very public ways. It's hard to reconcile how the man after God's own heart was also guilty of adultery and murder. And the books of Samuel, which tell us of his life and reign, don't try to ease the tension. They're very real about both his failure and his heart for God. But one of the gifts that David gives us here in these last words is a focus beyond himself. In the style of a prophet, David looks past his reign to the future when a ruler who was truly righteous would come. He knows that hope for his nation and for every nation is not in himself, but in the everlasting covenant referenced in verse 5. This covenant was ordered in all things and secure, and it's fulfilled in Jesus. Jesus is the greater son of David, the true king and the son of God. We're told in 2 Corinthians 1.20 that all the promises of God find their yes in him. Friends, I want you to ask yourself David's question at the opening of verse 5. For does not my house stand with God? Our lives and legacies are no less complicated than David's. So what, at the end of the day, do we have to stand on? The same thing that David did, the faithfulness of God. The rock of Israel has come, and according to Paul, the rock was Christ. We stand secure if and only if we stand on him.
let's close now with this prayer from the Book of Common Prayer. This is another day, O Lord. I know not what it will bring forth, but make me ready, Lord, for whatever it may be. If I'm to stand up, help me to stand bravely. If I'm to sit still, help me to sit quietly. If I'm to lie low, help me to do it patiently. And if I'm to do nothing, let me do it gallantly. Make these words more than words, and give me the Spirit of Jesus. Amen.